0: The Waddle & Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle & Sylvie same-game parlay on the DraftKings
1: Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms.
2: This is Waddle &
3: Sylvie on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago.
2: Chicago's home for sports. A good karma brand's radio station.
1: those miserable days. It could be worse, though, in late February. Sure.
0: This doesn't look like Cancun weather, does it? It, it doesn't,
1: no. No, it does not. We've given out some Cancun restaurant tips, though, to listeners. Oh, you were? Yeah, I did, Yeah. Earlier today? Uh, no, a uh, couple days ago. Really? People were DMing me and stuff. One of my own restaurants. People
0: were sliding into your DMs into about DMs. some Cancun restaurant w- tips. One
1: of our listeners is staying at the uh, hotel that I stay at in Cancun, which is the Westin Laguna Mar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always recommend this place right across the street called Fish Fritanga. It's a very affordable, um, fresh, fresh fish. Do you yeah. like octopus? Uh, no. No? No. Fresh octopus grilled to perfection. Not my thing, but... yeah. Uh, give you a welcome drink when you come in. Simply, uh, are you just eating the, the
0: tentacles street? of an octopus, or do you eat the whole thing, like a mini, a mini octopus?
1: Uh, they serve you up just the legs. Okay, yeah, the legs of the, the octobu- tentacles. Well, the t- yeah, the tentacles yeah. are. Do on they the- call them
0: legs? Are uh, wo- 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 they
1: call them tentacles? The arms, the legs. What no. what, what do they call it's what tentacles. Are, tentacles? Tentacles. Yeah. Legs, yeah. Is that the whole thing? Yeah.
0: Hey, you see that eight-legged
1: octopus over there? Love it. I ate a lot of octopus. Did you? A lot of tacos. A lot of chips. A lot of guacamole. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of, and I had some good uh, t- television to recommend for later. Oh, yeah? A lot of back to TV. I, I'm with, with, with no you. kids. A yeah. lot of TV to yeah. watch. Now I know you power watch all those. See TV now shows. you know when
0: you're not parenting, you yes. have the capacity to
3: consume as much television as possible. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're uh, an adventurous eater. Sylvie, not well, a lot of guys yeah. like to eat octopus. It's good to hear that you do.
1: Is that you being you, or is that yes, or are so you being him. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do, do I need you to? Do I need to introduce you reintroduce you, to, you to Jeff Miller? Yeah. didn't
1: magically become yeah. Jeffrey
0: while you yeah. were gone, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, if you were sitting at his table in his dining room for
1: dinner with the family. Well, the la- one of the last times I saw him before vacation was at your at your place yeah. with his wife and family. Yes, he was he very well behaved. Completely yeah. different with yeah. his sweater, I think with his actually, arms folded.
0: Yes, I think he had a cardigan on and I think his top button was buttoned. Yes. He may have had a jacket on as well, like a
1: sport coat.
3: I, I did smoke a pipe in your... In your entertainment room. Yeah, you know, because you were with it.
1: your family, you never lit up. That's right. It was just a pipe. Yes. It was a prop. It was a pipe prop. It's true. Yes. Here's my question to you. And then we can get into some football. Uh, but on the Bulls topic. 312-332-3776. We'll play you the TA stuff later again. But if you missed missed it earlier, we we're talking about TA blaming uh, the broadcasters. And Chuck Garfine. It was very 2004 Cubs-ish,
4: mm-hmm. if you ask
1: me. Um, But on the Bulls... Answer your own question first.
0: You asked me, am I hate-watching the Bulls? Are you hate-watching the Bulls? Do you plan on hate-watching the Bulls? Or how would you describe your viewing of this team at this point?
1: I'm, I'm very just confused on them. Like, I, I go back and forth. I, I root against them more than I root for them these days.
0: Because you know the best outcome for them is to lose as many games yeah, as possible.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's very... Like, I would love for them to go on a heater and to take steps. Like, I would love for Zach to be more consistent, and I would love for Zach to deliver in the fourth quarter. I would love for Patrick Williams to be more consistent and for him to get on on a roll and, and, and Io to be more consistent and, like, for them to actually build something. But I know they're not really building anything.
0: When your children fail to do what they're supposed to do over and over and over and over again, how confident are you that, one day they're just going to wake up right. and go on this long streak of doing everything they're supposed to be there, doing. Th-
1: there's no light switch that can be turned on with this crew. Right. There's no there's no magic switch here that, that all of a sudden is going to be flipped and you're going to say, oh, now they're playing up to what they're supposed to be. Do there you think that's
0: no- what they think that Pat Bev or Rus- Russell Westbrook was going to be?
1: No. No, I think all they're doing is bringing in... They're they're desperate right now, and they're the the desperation. It's like what Abdallah always says: desperation is a stinky cologne. And their desperation is why they were in the Russell Westbrook sweepstakes, and it's why I'm like, let's get nutty then. And but my my issue watching all this is while I wanted the nuttiness to come to town with Russell Westbrook running the point and seeing him frenetically run up and down court. Um, was if they can't recruit him amongst three teams, Washington, the Clippers and the Bulls being in it and and he stinks these days, how are they going to ever sign a top of the line free agent? Like we're They're back not. like right and aren't we back to if if they can't land Russell Westbrook in Chicago? And I, by the way I don't blame him for going to the Clippers no, as supposed to here the best chance to win of course win. so and I know that he can win with the Clippers but he had more playing time here and and a chance to do more things here but that's that's also going to be the circumstances when you do get cap room whenever that may be that's the other problem they have no cap room to sign anybody but like it's this circle that that now used to belong to the Bears, that circle of suck that I keep talking about, where they don't draft well, and then they can't sign anybody, and, and now all of a sudden they can't recruit anybody again, and what Gar and Pax were, now AK and Eversley are, and it's the ownership that reigns supreme, and it's why that team stinks over there. How are they ever going to get out of this?
0: That I don't know, but as long as they are competing for a play-in spot, they're happy. I'm sure they'd be
1: happier. Are they really? Like, is Michael Reinsorf like you said, the White Sox need mirrors for TA. Is Michael Reinsorf really looking in the mirror and say, I'm happy? No,
0: not, not, his, not peak happiness, but you're not unhappy to the point where you're demanding change. You're okay with status quo, and if status quo delivers a at least a one-game full stadium over there in a play-in game, that's better than finishing with the 11th best record and not having one game filled with 18,000 people in over there. I'm not suggesting to you that he's happy, but he's obviously not so
1: angry that what he wants them to do is to change the course that they're on. They, they may not even get a home play playing game, could they? Like, if they're 10th,
0: well, if they're, they're if they're in the play-in tournament, right. there's a chance that you may get asses in the seats over there.
1: Right, for a, for a series. Of, but if you're 10, right, 10 plays 9. Uh, so right, right. So hosts, you're on the road. So you 9 hosts, 10. So if you're 10, then you could lose and you're out. What if, if you're 9? If, you, if, if you're 9, you host. Right. You host 10. Okay, so instead of 10, you're 9. What's the difference? 9. No, mean, like, if
0: you're in, you got a chance to put some butts in the seats over there. If, this is what I'm saying. Like... We had this, Meller and I had this conversation yesterday as well. If you're not sitting down with AK and Eversley as the owner of this team and the man running this team and together, if AK and them aren't calling for a meeting that says, look, we're not going to tank, but let's lay all our cards on the table. What is the best outcome for this situation? Truly, the best outcome for them, from my perspective, that's just sitting here at this table, not in the Advocate Center. Is is that you finish with the fifth worst record in the league, and you have a forty-two percent chance at it, getting the a top four pick? You get to keep your pick, and maybe you're going to get the top pick of the draft. That to me is in a, and it's that's, a below fifty percent chance. That's a better. Uh, that's a better. Yes, that, that's a better path than
1: thinking that miraculously you're going to catch a heater with Pat Bev because he's going to kick Zach in the ass, and, and and you didn't even have to tank for it, and you still have your quote assets. Yeah. In Demar and Zach, that you could still trade, and you get to draft. Yeah, because
0: listen, if I'm that, it may take care of itself because they've been playing so crappy that they may find their way into that number, you know, the fifth worst record anyway. But you tell Demar, you know what? Take it slow. Don't rush yourself back.
1: What well, What was he doing playing the All Star game? By I the way, have no idea. Like Zach did last year when yeah. he was hurt. Demar missed how many games before the All Star break? Was it just one? I thought it was one. Did it thought, one or I thought, two? I thought it was two at least. Maybe two was it? He he says he's been playing with a bad leg for a month to six weeks. Yes, and they sat him finally, and he's got to listen to his body. But there he was.
0: Well, there wasn't really much activity going on at the All Star game. I know you probably know, stayed away from. I, it, I did. Stay.
1: I, I know your point. I understand well, your point. Zach did the same thing last year. His knee, his knee, his knee. My knee hurts. My knee hurts. My knee hurts. Got to play in the All Star game.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, so he played—the last game he played was Monday the 13th against Orlando. So, I don't know how many games he actually—let me see. I think it was, was it just
3: one, or was That's it what I the TNT yeah. game?
1: Indiana?
3: They, they blew the Indiana um, game. N- n- it was two games. Was, no, you're right. Yeah. It was Indiana, and then who did they play? Uh, uh, Milwaukee. Was, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, So yeah. he missed the last two games. You're right. So it was two games.
1: Like, give yourself that—like, you just sat for two games— Give yourself the whole break. They call it a break for a reason. I know you're not doing much in the All-Star break, and I love DeMar. I love DeMar because he plays. But, like, give yourself a break if, you're, if your legs hurt for six weeks. It's like that, that whole team right now. It's just, it's like the, I said from the moment the season started, it reminded me so much of the White Sox because they did nothing. They, there were identifiable issues that they could have tried to at least You fix, got Dragic and, and Drummond. That's it. And like the White Sox, the year after, they didn't want to take the next step to really compete. And the and the Bulls did the same thing and they gave you the exact same frustrating season where a lot of the likable players have become unlikable now. Do you know what I mean? I do know. It's something. I think we heard a little bit from that earlier today. Yeah. Jim and Crystal Lake here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jimmy?
3: Hey, guys. So, uh, I just wanted to throw my take in on the, the whole Tim Anderson thing. And so guys like him, Kevin Durant, Javi Baez, they, they're not used to adversity and they haven't had any adversity throughout their career. They've just had people patting them on the back and they're always used to hearing, you know, wonderful things about themselves. If you look at Michael Jordan, you know, I mean, he took what, you know, people, negative things people said, and he, he used that for motivation and it, I mean, when you have adversity in life, it, it builds character. And these guys, you can clearly see Tommy, CW. I bet you you had some adversity which helped you, yeah. You know, throughout your career, you know, fight for what you got. These guys were handed everything, and that's
2: that's all I got to say about that. It I, just bothers me.
1: I, you know, it's weird because I forgot who I was having the conversation with, but. If Michael Jordan played in the social media age where criticism was brought to his doorstep, if he paid attention to it, like KD pays attention to it and like many of the current athletes pay attention to it, would he be like he was back then? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know how
0: Michael would have responded to today's environment.
1: Well, you know, like he made a lot of stuff up too, but like if like every Joe was tweeting stuff at him, um, would he have clapped back on social media like KD or would he have just ignored it? I have no
0: idea. My, my first inclination would be he would have clapped back
3: because that's kind of who so he So
1: would people have thought he would have been petty?
3: Maybe you so. You know what I mean? Like,
1: so,
0: yeah, it's age, hard to tell. Yes. Different
1: age.
3: Yes. No it question. sounds like the first well-crafted argument by Sylvie as to why LeBron is greater than MJ. <laughs> he's dealt with the social media era and he's been able to navigate through it and win four titles.
1: My ear is really stuffed up. I can't hear anything you're saying. Uh, Mike and Beverly, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mikey?
4: Hey, what's good, Waddle and Sylvie? What's up? Sylvie, welcome back. Thank you. Oh, man. You know, you know, every time I call you guys, show. last year I was drinking a Kool Aid. This year I was drinking vodka and tequila and, oh, geez. Oh, my and, dear, and that
1: all we want to do is hump,
4: right? <laughs> That's right. Just man, hump. that day, hey, hey. All we want to do is hump. Yeah, get your but T-shirt. Man, Mike. I, I, am really pissed off with the Bulls. I, I, and I feel, I really feel for the season ticket holders. Like, I, I really believe we we settle on Patrick Beverly. I, I, I believe there was way more options yesterday. Uh, I mean, on the buyout market. I I don't know what the hell this team is going. I, I'm getting pissed off. I, I mean, God, I, I don't I don't I, I, I'm a frustrated Bulls fan right now, and I'm at a point now where I'm I'm really like I, I really feel like we sacrificed the, the the winnings for the number one player in, in all known basketball, and it's just like damn. I I mean, every time you go on the Bulls website on a Social media, they they promoting the ninety bulls, and it's like, you know, I want you guys to win like Boston. I want you guys to win like. I don't. I'm. I'm. My head's just spinning right now. I'm really frustrated. This Patrick Beverly fan, and I hope it does well. But I, I I feel like we're we're back from the, the Jimmy Butler, Dwayne Wade.
1: Era. It's like you're stuck. It's, that that's the problem. It's like there's there's no ticket out. That's the problem it, too.
4: There's it, it, no ticket out, and it's like you know, at Rhinsdorf, and I. I, I want to put most of the blame on Rhinsdorf because you see it with the White Sox. It's like it's a basic. It, it's it's a basic team. It's a it's a basic ass team. And, and it's I like, love it. I want to win. I want to win, and it's like I'm. I, I'm sorry, guys. I buy I'm that sorry. shirt, sorry. Mike,
1: Mike. I buy the basic ass team shirt.
0: Yeah, And the I want to win with some teardrops on it, coming from
3: the Bulls it's, logo. Yeah, it's a great acronym too for a baseball team: Bat, Basic Ass Team.
1: That's that's good. It's a good t-shirt. Yeah, it, it like it, it is. It's it's and again, like if you can break up the '98 Bulls and say that, well. What do you want us to do? We didn't think they had any chance to win. We thought they couldn't win it. Well, then you've set the bar on breaking up every other team that's built to win that, that can't win, right? If you break up the greatest team that's just won three in a row, and then with every other team you don't break up if they don't have a chance to win, aren't you being hypocritical? Yes. So... It, it's maddening, Devon. Ba- basic ass team, bat. Devon on two ninety. You're on ESPN one thousand. What's up, Devon?
2: Hey guys, um, great show. I wanna, I wanna. I feel like our, your take on the Bulls is kind of lazy right now. Like comparing AK to Gar packs is kind of lazy. I feel like AK is at least he's shown us that he's making moves and wants to make moves. I thought it was reports that he was trying to move Zach, but you know didn't get you know a good package back. So I think that the effort is there. We just didn't this time around. Um, so I think it's kind of lazy and dramatic. right See, now I, like, I, of- I
1: hate the term lazy because, like, if you wanna if you wanna come at me and say um, I don't agree with your your thing, but I, I think saying something is lazy is actually the lazy take because you don't have any basis. Of an argument to say why you don't agree with 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 my take. I, that isn't my conclusion. Isn't lazy. First of all, I believe Gar and Pax and AK and Eversley have both failed because of ownership. It isn't. It, it's not an indictment on Gar and Pax as much. It was an indictment on ownership, and my indictment on now AK and Eversley is less about from what i understand based on the history is more about what ownership allows them to do and not do like for instance pax wasn't allowed to draft a second round pick because of ownership it wasn't because they didn't want to draft a second round pick and there are some other draft picks they had to do because of ownership so that's my take you calling the take lazy is lazier than
2: anything. <laughs> I'm lazy, <laughs> you're lazy. <laughs> no, thanks guys. No, I, I I just think that he's literally he's shown effort. He tore the whole thing down. He's trying, uh, and he tried to move back, but just couldn't.
1: But but he didn't tear the whole thing down. He didn't he didn't he didn't you could tear. have added a shooter we, or two in the off season or, or tried, couldn't you? He he actually built like he, he actually tried to win now. He didn't he didn't he didn't tear anything down. He just got rid of the the guys from the previous regime like Markinen and Wendell and just shipped them out for for pennies on the dollar right. and, and just said like Damar and Lonzo and Vooch, I'm going to try and win with this team now. That he didn't tear anything down.
2: Yeah, I think me saying tearing it down is lazy. You're right. You got me this time. What? 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 They're, I just don't understand what the
0: addition of whether it was Russell Westbrook or it's Pat Bev. What does it do for this team?
1: Tries to get a, a, a guy who plays with pace, maybe a little bit more. So, I mean, like, like I think, and I heard Black say this, and I, I, I was thinking this on vacation too. Um, to me, Pat, Patrick Beverly is a lot like Caruso. Patrick Beverly is a lot like Io. He's a, he's a lot of like what they already have. Don't you think? He's, well, a, he, he's not a lot different than I just the don't, type of combo guard that they have.
0: He's not different. He's not a great shooter. He's going to play good defense. He's going to get up in somebody's grill. I'm not, I'm not criticizing not him guard. as a player. I'm just telling you, what does,
1: you, adding him is what? What are you looking to do? Mix it up. You're, you're adding to, like, Wilbon, I guarantee you, I'll bet you right now $5. I got some money on me. Do you really? Maybe, well, After vacation? Yes, yeah, the tip cash. Okay. I um, got $5 that says Wilbon will like Patrick Beverly because he believes he'll bring a little nasty. Wilbon, I've li- over the last year he's told us he doesn't believe the Bulls have enough nasty.
0: But if you I- don't have it now, Pat Bev isn't going to bring it out of you. As an athlete, I, I believe I mean, they don't looking, have enough
1: shooting That, I, like, that as well. Like, yes, they, of course. It's like like it's nasty or not? Like, yeah,
0: they went three games. I don't know if you were around for some of them, but there was a stretch of three games where they went over in the first half from behind the arc. <laughs> three, three times in like in four or in five games. A half games. of basketball. In a half of basketball. Three times they went over. Like. I mean, like, again, this isn't an indictment on Pat Bev. You want want the action on Will Bond, by the way? No, 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 no. You agree? But again, I do, but what is that edge going to get you? Again, it does nothing for me for this team to be the nine seed or the 10 seed. It does nothing for me. I don't believe that they're any closer to anything. Listen, it's catastrophic to their chances that what happened to Lonzo Ball happened to him. I was a huge advocate of Lonzo Ball for all the reasons we've talked about for a number of a, a number of months. Fat, plays with with pace, fast pace, uh, on ball defender, fantastic. Maybe would have been their best three point shooter on the whole team, right? I mean, there were so many things about what he, true point guard they don't have him. I mean. He was kind of the thing that made them go. Was it going to make them an NBA champion? I don't believe so. But they would have been better. Of course. And not having him sucks. But you but still can't be this bad. You, yes, and, and bringing in Pat Bev to to hopefully enhance your chances of doing what? To me, as a fan, well, what, so you would rather them just not
1: do anything and just say correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay.
0: Like what oh. do I? What what is that going to do for me? Like I I would rather. See them find a way to fall down the list. And like I said, the best chance for them to get out of this is to find a way to keep their pick. And that is to finish with the fifth worst record. Do you agree I with that? Not, I'm not, I don't think they're going to tank. But the, the arc they're on right now, maybe they find themselves there because they have no continuity. They're not playing well. They can't shoot threes. I and mean, it will be the big, biggest blessing in the big picture. Wouldn't it be? Probably. Now, you're asking for, you know, I wouldn't say a
1: miracle, but you're asking for something that's 50% less likely to happen. 42%. percent Three one two we have got Waddle's World coming up. Big Cat uh, was not on yesterday. So Big Cat's going to join us at 4. We'll get to the football conversation. Waddle's got some football news to lead. Uh, Waddle's World coming up next. It's that time again
4: Waddle's World. Tom Waddle did have to use a lot of smelling salt. Oh, that's right.
0: John Waddle's World brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. To find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank, visit Wintrust.com slash find us. Member FDIC. A couple foot uh, excuse me, basketball notes before we segue to football. First of all, our buddy Jim Kizios screaming at me on, on my cell phone over here. He wants to blame it all on Billy Donovan. He, he's, he's not a fan of Billy. Um, I'm not sure Billy Donovan is a second coming of Pat Riley, but on my list of issues or things that I'm unhappy with, Billy's not at the top.
1: When you just said that the Bulls went how many games without hitting a first half three? Uh, three times in like a five-game stretch. The coach doesn't have a player on that team in 2023. In today's, uh, I, And I'm with you. Billy, Billy, to me is like sort of a replacement level coach right now. Yeah. Like, I don't know what kind of advantage he no gives idea. them. No idea. He like Meller, I, I forget when. I think it was the day I left or something about his press conferences. The way he talks about oh yeah. some of their deficiencies, he's like taking a stroll through the park and like with no anger. Like, hey, you know, Joe. You know, we just don't we don't have much urgency, right? Like he doesn't live with zero rage, zero anger. Um, it's like like a Sunday afternoon in the park with a lollipop in his mouth.
3: Yeah, but it's a it long, it's, 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 it's a, not a lollipop. It's gone. Yeah. and it's a long Sunday walk in the park because yeah, he will oh go on God. for a good three just, minutes answering what's wrong with the team. Just a stroll on a Sunday through the park. With some Uh, gum.
1: So it's not like I'm his biggest fan. Absolutely But when you're playing basketball in 2023 with a team that can't make a three, good luck to you. Yeah.
0: By the way, uh, Sunday's NBA All-Star game was the lowest rated and least watched edition of the game per uh, the ratings. 4.6 million viewers, 2.2 rating. Ratings declined 29% and viewership 27% from last year's All-Star game. The record low audience places the NBA All-Star game well behind this year's NFL Pro Bowl, which did a 3-1 rating, 6.3 million viewers. That's courtesy of Tyler. Good work, Tyler. Uh, this year's declines are the steepest for the game since 2000. Like, Look, this is how I felt about it. I didn't, I didn't watch it. Didn't rage against it. Like, it's not something that I pound the table on. It's just like, it's not, at this point, it's not for me. I know, like, I think, like, the slam dunk contest, I know that, uh, that Danny Zetterman and his son watched it. Carmen and his son watched it. Probably, if you were around with Braxton right. and Mason, you would have watched it with them. Sort of like you did with the, the flag football presentation at the Pro Bowl. Right. I think there is an audience for it. I'm just not that person, so I'm not raging at it or for it the reality is is that the NBA All-Star Game has become more of a social event than an athletic event which is fine it's an opportunity for the NBA to have themselves like a Super Bowl week where sponsors advertisers can can you know get together with the team and the league and some of the players and mingle which is cool there's nothing wrong with it but that's what it is
3: are you ignoring the Record highs in social and digital engagement know, that Tyler they, so informed us that, about yesterday.
0: Tyler, I asked Tyler for the for the, the the viewership numbers yesterday, and they hadn't come out yet. But they were quick to give
3: out all of the social media most numbers, most viewed Instagram account, most viewed brand account on Twitter, most viewed ever on NBA app, most Which, viewed AT and T slam dunk ever. I'm not going to minimize that because I know
1: what role social media plays in the world of sports today. That's how I consume the slam dunk contest is on, on, social, on social media, because I don't have to spend time watching the misses. Yeah.
3: You know what, though? McClung was you actually mean, the good. I the misses not your wife. I mean, the misses, the yes, dunks. Yes. Yeah. McClung, that was what there was were no so good. From- Every dunk he attempted, he was he, four for
1: four. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Yeah, it is fantastic.
0: By the way, uh, so while you were gone as well, what we got, we watched Get Up For You.
2: Okay, oh, Miller and I and Tyler watched it
0: for you, and we would giggle every afternoon because, in some way, shape, or form, ESPN would recycle Mike Tannenbaum's thoughts on Bryce Young and what the Bears should do with the number one overall pick. Because we are in that lull, we're in the lull where the you know the 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 time where you can franchise players hadn't come yet. It's free agency isn't quite here yet. the The combine hasn't started yet. It's Major League Baseball they just reported to. To spring training, the NBA's at the All-Star break. Like, it's
1: recycled story season. I have a segment for this later, too. Oh, you do? I do, but you could go because ahead It's called with Get Up and Get Out. No. It's called, I have a segment. It's okay. called Just for Clicks and Giggles. That's good. Yes. I like that. So, And, and the- I get it. So,
0: like, it is it's just part of the landscape. And, listen, we would talk about it, and it was something that, that we would discuss, and we, you know, we didn't ignore it. But I thought it was interesting because now kind of some wheels are turning. You got guys being released now, which I think the Bears may be in the market for some of the players that eventually will be released. And now the franchise tag can be placed on guys now for the next two weeks. So things are starting to move. But I thought it was interesting today. We did not get the recycled. Mike Tannenbaum thinks the Bears should do this. I think we got a, a we got a different perspective from, from Lewis Riddick, I think,
1: about yeah, the Bears. You want me to play this, Miller? I got it right here. Is this cool? This is Lewis Riddick uh, with Greeny about uh, the Fields trade talk.
2: Yes. So what do you think of all this Justin Fields trade talk? I think it's nonsense, just like it says on that screen right there, okay? (laughs) Every other quarterback who has made a big leap from year one to year two, namely let's just talk about Jalen Hurts from, from last year to this year. It was predicated on him having a lot of things working in his favor, like a very strong offensive line, very good running game, very good weapons on the outside strong defense, a lot of supporting that has all led to Jalen Hurts becoming the guy that he has. Justin Fields has had none of that. Give this young man time. We don't even know what his future potential could be.
0: So that was a different perspective. Yes. That wasn't the uh, and Todd McShay. I don't know if you uh, were aware like Todd McShay has when the season ended I think McShay was a big supporter of C.J. Stroud. McShay Changed his mind and now believes... I, were you here with us when... No. Okay, he believes... He made this statement. He thinks that Bryce Young is going to be a mini Mahomes. A mini Mahomes. So he believes he had the same take as as Tannenbaum. That if it was him, he doesn't think the Bears are going to do this, but if it was him, he would trade Justin and draft wow. Bryce Young because he believes that Bryce Young is going to be a an elite quarterback. So,
1: in so remember... When we had Mel on, Mel said that Fields would be the number 1 quarterback in his mock. You're telling this me year. McShay would have Bryce, Bryce Young, Young the number 1. If, yes, if, head if and shoulders. Justin, yes. If Justin
0: was in this draft. Yes, because that's what he said. Was that what's
1: That's what he would do.
0: So but it's been fun. there has been a lot of conversation. A little recycling uh, Mike Tannenbaum don't thoughts. Don't you
1: want the narrative out there to continue to be that the – The Bears could trade. Well,
0: Miller and I, I I think, see this because I know that's something that Carmen has said. And I'm open to somebody convincing me of it. I don't know that there's – you have the number one pick. I don't know where the added leverage is that you may draft a quarterback. Yeah,
1: you could just do anything. Like, anything – nothing's off the table with us. You better wow us with your offer for number one because not only could we trade it to your rival – but we could also use it for our own. Yeah, but so, if you're going
0: to use it for yourself, no no offer is going to take you off of unless that. You, unless you wow us. Yeah, but you can wow me, but if I believe he's many Mahomes, then I'm not giving... There's nothing okay. you can give me.
1: Just dare me. Just dare me. <laughs> I, I, like, I Okay, think here's any- another number one pick. Yeah, yeah here's
0: another one. Here's
1: you ten- There's only a certain number they can even offer you. I, I, I don't think any... Like I think all the talk is good. I don't believe oh, they're going to trade... I don't want it's them fun. to trade him. As long as it's it's just conjecture.
0: I just don't, like, and, and again, I think Meller and I are in the minority here. I'm open to you convincing me that by sending out the smoke screens, it gives you added leverage. But you've got the number one overall pick. That's your leverage. That if you want to jump, whether I'm going to draft a quarterback or not, it's more likely that the Texans are. And if you want to be the first team that has a shot at one of the QBs, you got to get ahead of them, so you got to call me. That's your leverage. Your leverage is I got the number one overall pick. Anyway, uh, as I mentioned earlier, there're going to start to be some teams releasing players, some veterans that make a lot of money. The Titans have started. they've released longtime uh, tackle Taylor. Is it Luan? Yeah, or Lewin? Taylor I always Luan. Okay, so Luan. He's been in the league for 10 years. And I still don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, he has been released by the Titans, as has wide receiver Robert Woods. Uh, Titans have approximately uh, been $23 million over the cap before these moves. Woods was making $12 million, not a number that I would attach myself to. If I was the Bears, would he be a better fit than Dante Pettis in my world? Oh, yes, man. but I do believe that that Robert Woods probably will end, find himself, as Meller said so aptly, I think, He could be the Kansas City Chiefs' 2023 version of Juju Smith-Schuster. So I don't think that that's a a possibility for us. But keep an eye on some of these players that may find themselves
1: looking for work as teams are forced to kind of shuffle things to get under the cap. Do you think that's what's going to happen Like when LeBron was in his prime and he would just get like a bunch of guys to sign one-year deals with him? That that's what's going to do with Mahomes? Where Mahomes is going to sign some wide receivers who will come for well, a year and will do well with him.
0: I think that if you're someone like Rob, nobody is giving Robert Woods another big contract. He's going to be 30, he's 31 years old. He's coming off the ACL injury. He had a, you know, I mean, he had a, as good a season as you can have in Tennessee when your offense is broken. Um, but I don't believe that Robert Woods is going to get another big free agent contract. So if you're in his shoes, an accomplished veteran. That can play still. Well, I think he goes to someone like him goes to Kansas City. Like nobody was given Juju Smith Schuster a giant deal,
3: so he took that route as well. And what the Chiefs did, they gave Juju Smith Schuster an incentive laden contract. Yeah. I think he made almost like an additional like two and a half three million dollars on top of his original salary because of the numbers he hit. So if they're you know if they're willing to do that with Woods, you could compete for a Super Bowl and then also have some bonus money tied to that and if you're running with Patrick Mahomes that's a good enough situation as any we should get into some of the free agent projections later in the show too as well as some of the people
0: pro football focus Matt Bowen has a list out as well where he sees the uh, best team fits for the top 50 available players Um, we should get into some of that a little bit later uh, Pro the,
1: Football Focus has one out, too.
0: Yes, uh, they have one, and so does Matt yeah. Bowen. Both of them do have projections for some you of the top.
1: You don't like McGlinchey, though, do you? I'm not a
0: huge, huge fan of, you know, I don't... I just don't... I wouldn't reset the market for right tackles with him. Because I just that,
1: doesn't Bowen have McGlinchey going to
0: the Bears? He does, yeah. And I he think,
1: has McGlinchey going to the Bears. Does Pro Football uh, Focus have them uh, going to they the Bears? They may McGlinchey?
0: as well. I mean... If Orlando Browns available, I'd rather them spend their money on him. But there's a really good chance that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to franchise him. Much in the way we heard late last night or late yesterday afternoon that it's more than likely that the Washington Commanders are going to franchise Deron Payne, Mm -hmm. which is a guy that I would definitely be in the market for. Uh, A couple of other stories: Uh, Brock Purdy still hasn't had the elbow surgery; going to wait till March. Got some swelling got some swelling uh Derek Carr's free agency is going to be a long process says his brother brother uh David Carr said that this is going to take some time before he makes a decision I don't know where Aaron Rodgers is I'd like to know I think I'm the only one that's talking about this because nobody else seems to to understand I think we all want to know uh and there was an uh, I believe um Darlington had some some thoughts today as well about You want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear what Jeff Darlington had to say in in his sources up in Green Bay.
2: The first of which is a conversation I had with a very important Green Bay Packers source, who quite honestly believes that Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers and that all of this is being overhyped. He looks Mm. at the contract that Aaron Rodgers signed last year, the commitment that he gave to the team, and believes that at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers.
1: A very important Green Bay Packers source. Well, the way you put that, that's either the coach, the, the general manager, the president, yeah. or Rodgers. Yeah. Right? And, and, I mean, and,
0: and yesterday we got, was it yesterday where uh, Bob McGinn, or was it a couple of days ago? Friday. You, yeah, last okay, week. Okay, so Friday, Bob McGinn, who's been covering the Packers forever, said that his impeccable source says that the Packers are done with him. Really? Done with him. Wow, interesting. That was, that was one of the bigger stories Friday from, you know, our perspective. But now, And Darlington doesn't get these things wrong. In.
1: Darlington was the guy, just so everyone knows, uh, was breaking all sorts of braiding. Yeah. So we'll see. Aaron Rodgers, where are you? And McAfee's, I think, is on vacation, so... Do you think he timed his vacation purposely when he would be in darkness? I don't know. Because... He wants to be off when Aaron's not available.
0: I want to know where the TMZ Sports paparazzi is on this story. I've seen nothing. Does Big Cat have any information? We'll ask him later. And also, when we come back, a little something we call Florida or Ohio.
1: Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation public drunkenness, exotic animals, dumb criminals, random stabbings. Or maybe just some good old fashioned debauchery.
4: Ah. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or
1: Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. Try Florida or Ohio. I missed it so much. Brought to you by Nineteen Crimes Wine. Whoa,
0: whoa, wait! There was, there was, there was
1: was not genuine there. No, I did. I, I love Florida, Ohio. I, admit, I love this show. Nineteen Crimes Wine. Nineteen <laughs> Crimes Wine tells the story of rule breakers who beat the odds and became infamous. Pick up a bottle team. today and live infamously on your own terms. You know, when I, I like went off show. earlier like about show. going on a vacation without the kids, I forgot today was early release day. Oh, so did they hear that the kids yeah. were in the car? Yeah. I thought I was safe till like three forty. Were there any tears? They were not happy. My wife texted me that they what did heard they say? you and they were not out. What did they say? Well, Mason carries a grudge that we went on vacation to begin with without him. Like look, stop fighting with your brother. You can go on more of these with us. Which is a lie, but go ahead. No, it's it's true. If they would like stop fighting and, and they would be less trips and more vacation.
0: They're never going on mom and dad's vacation. They're just not. That's not true. They're not going Ain't true. You You just said. You you just said. (laughs) Exactly. You just said earlier you got to make time for yourself and your spouse. That is true. Yes. That is true. That is true. Braxton probably doesn't care. He just wants you to come home and play catch with him. Yes, he's
1: happy. He was thrilled to see us.
0: All right, what do you got? All right. Woman driving the wrong way blames oncoming traffic for the crash.
1: Oh, everyone. I was going the right way. You all were going the wrong way. A woman has been charged with
0: aggravated battery after deputies say she deliberately drove into oncoming traffic, which led to a crash. Multiple witnesses told the sheriff's office that 20-year-old Anicia Jines was speeding in her Nissan Sentra through the highway
1: at around 1 p.m. over the weekend. Deputies say Jines was driving the wrong way deliberately and swerving to try to avoid colliding with oncoming traffic. Was your middle initial V? <laughs> I knew you were going somewhere with
0: that. I was just going to see how long it was going to take you. By the way, when you were younger, did you did you think like the Nissan Maxima was the coolest car out there? It was fast. Didn't it go? This one wasn't a Maxima, but it no. This was a Sentra. It was a Sentra. Yeah. But the Maxima was like the car that
1: it was. Wasn't it? it was like the faux sports car kind well, of. We, there was a guy who drove us to Southern ones in the Maxima, and he. Flew down fifty. I think there was
3: a time when the max wasn't Dude. the Maxima like it was. Dude, I, uh, as a teenager, my buddy Darren, shout out to D. I know he's a listener. He dro- we drove up to Minnesota, famously. Why would you always yes, make yes for the uh, Mall of America yes, for spring break? The Mall of America trip. He got Dork. the Maxima up to one hundred and twenty-two miles per hour. Never 122. forget that. one
1: twenty-two. Wow. I don't know if I've gone that fast. I think what one is 17- the rush to five. get
3: to the Mall of America? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got right Listen got man, there. there's so much time to be wasted. Like you gotta get out there. One twenty two. Can you believe they went to the Mall of America for spring break one year?
1: Well, I mean it is. I don't a know cool if it was mall. spring break. It, it I don't is, think it was spring break.
3: It's the Mall of America. Good Listen, we mall. weren't we weren't yeah. I think we were probably like eighteen years old, so it's not like we were going to uh That's
1: definitely Florida. This is a Turnpike, Florida Turnpike. Let's go um let's go Tallahassee for
3: this one. Yeah, I'm going to play Florida.
1: It took place in oh, Alcaloosa County, Florida. it's yeah. Yeah. right around Tallahassee, isn't it? Okaloosa? I believe so. Yeah. There you go. It's a clean sweep. Welcome back. To all of us. <laughs> Nicely done. All right. Uh, we will talk to Barstool Big Cat coming up next.